Northfield City Administrator, Ben Martin. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Jeff. Yeah, how are you? I'm very good. How are good, you? Good, good, good. Had a work session uh, last night. Uh, it was an off week for the reg- uh, for a regular meeting, but the work session, you're able to get a lot of stuff done, uh, a lot of stuff kind of hashed around. There have been, we'll start off with uh, some redevelopment projects that have kind of uh, taken a turn as of late. Uh, it was recently announced that the Lander Group is no longer part of the plans moving forward for developments at... Uh, uh, Washington, uh, fifth, fifth and Washington, and also fifth and water street. Um, let, let, first of all, let's talk about that. Um, is wh- where do you go to now? Are you left kind of holding the ball? Who gets the plans that they drew up? Can you tell us kind of what the situation is going into the meeting last night? Yeah. So, uh, really excited to bring forward kind of where we left off as you were talking about. We liked the, I think that we overall very well received by the council as well as the public. I think generally related to the vision of where we are going on a mixed use site at Fifth and Washington, the liquor store kind of being one of the anchor um, commercial tenants, some residential housing lined around the parking structure. That was kind of the vision. And then we put the numbers together. Um, started working on potential terms and as we talked about before financially for the city and risk and with the private development uh, commitments just weren't able to come to agreement I think uh, in in particularly from the city standpoint so with that we wanted to continue we kind of picked up where we were and did some cost estimating on the on the different components of the project and so we shared that last night some of that came from the developer we're also working with our own architect uh, as well to do some cost estimating in a in a construction company that also specializes in parking structures and we kind of shared those different components so um, one of the things I would or some of the takeaways I would say that all of the combined projects were about a 23 million dollar estimated cost for the entire package as you kind of peel those different components about the um, overall the financial viability wasn't there on where we left off on the concept of it in order for the numbers to pencil out and be financially responsible they just didn't make sense but good takeaways from that though the liquor store itself although wasn't quite where we wanted it to be financially we're very confident that at that location with some adjustments in the project scoping um, the building the design components some of the fees associated that were assumed related to the adult development costs um, we believe that with some adjustments that will be financially sustainable 100% on its own with the liquor store cash proceeds that are made from our profits at the liquor store and then with the new sales that that we'll be able to uh, have a project that's viable at that site so we want to continue that vision in that location from the mixed use standpoint as well we think makes sense um, for the uh, to continue to evaluate the the parking structure the it's a very costly there is no such thing as free parking even surface parking somebody's paying for it taking care of it so whether it's a single stall on a street level or a ground level or if it's a structured parking there's a cost to that the structured parking cost goes upwards we're estimating about thirty six thousand a stall potentially related to a, a parking structure stall so when you add all of those up, and that was some of that was tied to the future fifth and water redevelopment ideas, um, that that I think we need to reevaluate too to really get our hands around that demand of parking. Is there a different way we could manage our overall parking so that our parking stalls are maximized better, and then really be confident on uh, what we think the demand to build a new one is? We think it's in our future to have a parking structure to see more investment in the downtown to continue to grow and be vibrant. 
Um, but we want to make sure it's right-sized and it's a smart decision before we build it because um, it's expensive. We want to make sure it's used, well thought out um, with that. And then also with the private components, we were about $1.7 million or so, I think, short on the private components, even if there's potentially TIF related to particularly the housing, the commercial pieces. It's a, you know, as our financial consultant who works with developers all around the Twin Cities and the nation, really, with Ellers and Associates, it's not, the, it's a tough environment right now with real estate, with interest rates, with construction costs where they are. Um, with some adjustments, we think that potentially could be better, but um, we're going to also look to say, is there an, a, some revisions that could happen on the private side? We really like that idea of the liner piece. Are there different people that maybe have different products to bring together to uh, look at different types of units that would go in there? Um, or ultimately, could we also phase it where the community could control its own destiny to move forward with a part of the phase project to be able to add other components in the future as well to kind of meet a full vision? So we're looking at all of those, but we shared that full financial analysis at a pretty high level with those different components. And um, basically in the new year, we're going to continue to uh, work on some details. We're going to be continuing to work particularly with interstate management as well as our design team to come up with more refinement of that parking structure issue. We think that's really a tough one. That's probably one of the more critical ones to really be thoughtful about. And... Um, Time is to our advantage. Um, you know, I don't think this is going to be a 24 project, but we're going to continue to work at this. Um, and we really like the direction that we're going. We didn't really spend a lot of time at Fifth and Water, really kind of focused. If we can get the Washington Street components completed, we got a great site at the existing liquor store in the building we own next to it. We're working with our neighbors, too, to see if there's any interest to partner together to kind of have the developments that might spread a little bit into our surrounding sides of those properties and we're talking to developers um, about the opportunities there too so could be a different developer that might be interested in a future washington street or water street but uh, we had a good uh, kind of check-in and then keep it moving forward on that site going forward so uh, focus in a little bit more on the uh, washington street site the parking uh structure that uh, was proposed you say that that alone is going to cost 23 million dollars uh is that where that number came from, or does that include the water or the water street? That's all of the different, uh, all of the different components together basically add up to that total uh, mm -hmm. rounded up twenty three uh, cost. So that includes land, hard construction, site development of the liquor store, housing, commercial units, and the parking structure in its entirety. So all of those to together equal that equal that total amount. And that is for the the fifth and Washington. Yeah, fifth and okay. Washington site. Now that. When you look at the scale of that, uh, when you're going forward, is it going to be a little less ambitious, smaller in scale and scope? Uh, do you have the? Was there really much decided last night? Uh, Not nothing decided last night. This was more of an update on where we're going. Now we do have some other downtown components that we talked about that we did get some direction on that we can talk <laughs> in, a, in a moment, Jeff. But I would say uh, yes to all of those. I think we want to we want to maximize that site, but it might be done incrementally over time. So I think that's probably the biggest takeaway is liquor store probably needs a little bit of square footage right sizing on that site. Um, parking structure as well. We do envision a parking structure integrated with it and some future liner, but maybe they happen in pieces. Maybe we don't need quite as much parking as, it we, as we have planned. And that might make room for some additional uh, of the private development to take up some more of the space to maximize that site. So I think adjusting some of that is kind of where we're at. And again, 
some of the components really made financial sense, like the liquor store. We can kind of put a pin in the liquor store project while we work out the details because we're right there in the ballpark of where we need to be to have a fully viable site at that location, and we really like that uh, site. From the uh, standpoint of interest from uh, other developers, uh, you mentioned the market. I don't know if I can call it soft or not, if that's the right word for it, but there are some obstacles, especially with the high uh, uh, interest rates right now, that uh, have people a little more cautious, I guess, when they're uh, putting up big sums of money. Are you you seeing much interest? Do you think there's going to be interest there in the development? Yeah, uh, definitely. Now, it might mean on the short term, uh, which the short term for 24 is a lot of projects are already in the hopper already. If you're in the development world, you're probably pretty much getting ready to go. And there was a lot more work to be done, even if we kind of continued down the path we were previously. Um, but yes, we had a lot of interest um, when we first checked the market, um, talking to our consultant. He's very confident there will be continued interest. And I would say this time around, as we test the developer market, we also know a little bit more probably of what the community is looking for at the different sites. So uh, that's been valuable over this time period, too, to really kind of refine where we think the highest and best use for the Water Street uh, site is different than the liquor store. We really like the Washington Street site at this si- at this uh, current time. And so we think that will make it simpler also to um, find a partner where it's more of a traditional transaction where we get bought out, get paid back for the value of our properties down there, negotiate a deal for what would happen along the riverfront uh, after we are concurrent with when we would look at our new site on Washington Street. Uh, Once again, Ben Marting is with us. We're talking about last night's council work session. Uh, They were discussing some of the projects uh, going uh, on or not going on in downtown uh, Northfield, being worked upon behind the scenes. Uh, You know, we've talked about those two developments uh, quite a bit, but what about the rest of the, like the Riverfront Court or Bridge Square, some of the other projects? Were those at all uh, discussed last night? Yeah, we did a little uh, breakdown uh, summary of a few projects, and then we did uh, some feedback on three different projects that are kind of being actively looked at that we wanted some policy direction on from the staff as we kind of brought things back. One was the AIM Mill Dam uh, study that's looking at potentially either uh, the future of the dam and whether we look at reconstruction ideas on that one. The second one was Bridge Square uh, that's coming up. We're we're moving into the 90% construction document phase and still looking at potentially 24 uh, construction project um, or possibly 25 depending on how the approvals play out. The Archer House um, that uh, was the last one, so maybe I'll take those one at a time, Jeff, and then let, let you answer some questions on those. The first one was on the dam. Next week we're scheduled for coming back with the study presentation that we gave some time ago. Um, we met with stakeholders, the owner of the dam, um, regulatory agencies, and then had some listening sessions with the public. And we basically the we're looking at four options within the study don't do anything, keep the dam, a short rock rapids, full dam removal, or it would have some visual aesthetics of some rock rapids, and then two options around long rapids um, that would have a further um, kind of rock pattern going back to the bridge on 5th Street. Um, and then the last one also would be a long rock rapids, but would be a would be a partial dam removal where you keep a piece of it where you can kind of see it visually. So we are seeking direction. The recommendation on the study was to Go come back with the Long Rack Rock Rapids version, adopt the study, and then continue into future phases to look at funding opportunities to explore the project further. The alternative would be is uh, I think the Short Rock Rapids isn't going to get any funding, and that would be too challenging for us to take that on. Or the do-nothing option would be let's not look at it anymore. Um, Let POST continue to take care of it. We'll move on to other projects. And the council's interest was 
pending next week's formal approval was to go with the recommendation in the study to accept the report, keep looking at the long rock wrap version of that to meet the ecology goals, to meet some of the integrate history recognition within the project and also open up more recreation opportunities with, with the dam and safety around that as well. Has have there been, uh, I guess, discussions, when you talk about funding, uh, the current owners, uh, Post is the uh, current owner of the dam. I I would guess that they're not in the dam business and they're not in, uh, uh, they would love to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're looking at maintenance costs and such uh, coming up uh, probably in the not too distant future. Um, you know, hey, the city buy it, let's say, for a dollar, and uh, then Post will give us, you know, a million dollars in uh, money towards the uh, renovation of that area. Uh, is something of that nature, I'm just throwing numbers out there, but uh, is a relationship of that nature, is that possible? Is that on the cards? Is it, I guess, legally doable uh, when you're talking uh, a city government? Yeah, can I uh, take you up to maybe join a negotiating team with us, Jeff? That sounds Yo. like a good idea. <laughs> um, no, I think I, we haven't probably gotten to that point, but I think mm-hmm. that's a good that's a good idea. Was is to look at the private partnerships. I would say that they've been very supportive to explore this. There's probably some cost to them to take care of the existing dam. They've also been excited about the possibilities of doing something different with the adjacent uh, park that's next door that will probably be integrated with whatever's. If the dam gets reconstructed or changed, it might make more sense that that park could be activated in some way. They've expressed interest to potentially partner privately with some you know, philanthropic donations with that project as well. So I think we will be uh, looking under any rock we can for funding uh, opportunities, and that could include private partners, um, including Post uh, Brand. Uh, All right. Series. Good to hear. Uh, uh, the uh, What else were we going to talk about? Bridge Square, we've talked about that. Anything else from downtown? Yeah, Bridge Square, one that we're looking at was um, parking around it as we're nearing the end. We have um, kind of fine-tuning the final design plans of that, and we checked in with the council. We continue to hear some concerns around parking and particular types of businesses and the needs that they have around Bridge Square to have qu- kind of quicker in-and-out opportunities the original concept plan had us going from existing 12 stalls down to zero stalls. And so those are two options on the table, and I think both of those are kind of eliminated. Keeping all of the stalls is problematic because it doesn't allow us to move to the fully curbless kind of full pedestrian kind of mode in that area that we're trying to achieve, which is frankly a lot of the project is kind of integrated with redoing the entire street and infrastructure that's around there. Um, we do want to kind of change that design to be more fully accessible, making it a kind of where cars can go through and park, but also um, have access. So then we've got options ranging from five parking stalls up to nine parking stalls still remaining uh, on that location as kind of a compromise to be able to meet different goals with it. And then also trying to put them where some of the businesses really need it within that area. I mean, it's a fairly concentrated area, but there are some businesses that need it. So the council direction was somewhere in that middle point is what they're looking at, uh, somewhere between probably six and eight stalls is kind of the final um, remaining number of stalls is kind of a way that after hearing people where they think there's a reasonable compromise and with some of the ideas of the parking management, we think we might be able to open up potentially some additional parking in the area too. When you're talking uh, the uh the parking, the, the the spots that you're going to lose, I'm presuming, you know, making that road that goes all the way through, and I've seen the designs on that, it's kind of a road, kind of a sidewalk type thing, but mm-hmm. uh, it's going to take out those par- those four spaces. Is that correct? Which four did you say, Jeff? Uh, one right between the post office, across from the post office, between the post office and the dam. 
Uh, there's four along the uh, uh, kind of the riverside oh. right there. Yeah. Yeah, there would be some loss there, and I do think that the post office customers, we probably have some underutilized parking in their lot. I know mm -hmm. I often don't think to pull into the parking lot, but there is some off-street uh, capacity, too, that probably isn't fully maximized there that we might okay. do a better job working with them to make those available. Now, we're all anticipating that the post office will probably uh, sell that building, abandon it, and use the facilities out there, but no indication yet on at least uh, if that's going to happen or not. Do they get uh, say on any of this? Have they put their two cents in on what they need? Because that is still a fully operational post office. Yeah, I would say um, we're still working through the details, and we're, we want to hear from everybody down there, including the post office. And I don't know the probability of whether they continue to operate as they are or whether that will change in the future. That's still completely up in the air. But we want to make sure that it does operate as it does now really well so that people continue to have access and also, particularly, we, we talked also about where the landing is for the handicap accessibility and could we have make sure there's a designated handicap stall right where the ramp joins onto or nearby so that it's convenient and we're really kind of focusing on those that really need it. Uh, once again, Ben Martig is with us, uh, the city administrator here in Northfield. Lastly, we only have a minute or so left, but uh, you talked about a uh, budget, you know, reviewing the uh, final budget with capital improvement plans and such like that. Uh, Rich and I were talking about this earlier. It seems like the council is kind of honing in on that 9% area as far as a, uh, a, a increase in uh, a funding in the uh, uh, the tax levy. Is that where things are kind of shaping up? Yeah, so um, that's where the, the council's recommending as a, as, an, as a whole council is that we're reducing down from the preliminary levy about an 11.5% increase uh, down to a 9% on the proposed. So we're preparing information based on that uh, recommended budget. Um, that would be approximately $2 per month if there's no valuation change. And if values do go up, we, we've done estimates that you could see upwards of an 8% increase could push that up to about $18 per month on the high end if you have an 8%. Now, the valuations are already set uh, by the county. They do that in the spring at the hearings, and so there are, there are questions on that. That's dealt with at that time. But um, we'll be gearing up for our hearing in December for that. There's information that will be hitting your um, preliminary tax statements, which the, the dollars were actually decreased from the city side on the statements that you get because we've adjusted it downward. So we're going to try and do some education on how that might impact people. And I think one of the other things we continue to talk about is one of the best ways that we can reduce our tax burden for a community is to continue to attract commercial and industrial businesses to our community. Because uh, when we do that, it grows um, the tax base, reduces the cost on all of us, creates more vibrancy. We can do adjustments on the budget, certainly, but I think the long term, we really need to keep our eye focused on that and work on it. We're making good progress as a city, and I think we can come back and talk to you about that at a future time, Jeff, Right, with our economic development folks about what we're trying to achieve in that area as well. We'd love to have you on. All right. Ben, thank you so much for coming in. Appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again uh, next week. Sounds great. Thanks, Jeff.